This is a Wild Conversation. Hi, my name is Callum Hughes. I'm a zookeeper here at the Greater Vancouver Zoo. And I'm Ashley Wysick, also keeper here at the Greater Vancouver Zoo. And today on a Wild Conversation, we're going to be talking about some animals that you don't hear about often. Animals that other people may not know exist. Yeah, this is kind of like a challenge that me and Ashley took on to try and find a species that at least one from our list you may have never heard about. Which is really hard to think about when you know like so many animals. You're like, wait, but which one would other people not know about? You know? Yeah, it's like they don't get their moment in the sun and it might not be because they're rare. It just might be it's hard to get footage of them. Because they're not as cute as giant pandas. Oh, I've got something on my list <laughs> that is definitely as cute as a red panda. Okay, there you go. Right. I said giant panda, and but... <laughs> I mean, it's a bit small. I, I see you bringing it back to a rune, huh? not so discreetly. I mean, you know, you've <laughs> got to know your favorites, right? <laughs> Fair enough. So I need people to know this particular animal for kind of a biased reason. I need them to get this joke, okay? Um, Okay. Are you ready for this? No, but go go for it. <laughs> what do you call a marsupial that swears a lot? I'm already crying. I don't know. A cuscus. Have you ever heard of the cuscus? No, what the heck is that? So uh, there are multiple species of cuscus that live in Papua New Guinea and Northern Australia. One second, I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> and just as my joke said, it's a marsupial, right? Okay, okay, marsupial, and I'm following. <laughs> they kind of have the same um, ecological niche as uh, monkeys that eat leaves. Okay. They eat leaves and fruit and sometimes bugs. Um, and they've got really beautiful, some of them, beautiful patterns, like the common spotted cuscus. I've got a picture. I will show you this picture, right? And it will melt your heart. Look at this. Okay, yes, that is that is really cute. And it's got the same spotted pattering as my rabbit, so extra points. Yeah. <laughs> They've got prehensile tails, just oh, like the New World monkeys. And um, the males, um, in this case for the common spotted cuscus, have a spotted color, whereas the females have more of a plain color. Okay, um, showing but... off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. Um, what's cool about at least the common spotted cuscus is it's listed as least concern. Um, so it, the reason that it's not so well known is not because it's super rare, but rather it's hard to get footage. They're pretty secretive. Oh, okay. They're just like super, super elusive. So Exactly. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, and uh, what's more, one really cool thing about these guys is they have a lot of variation in eye color. Oh. They can have blue eyes, red eyes, orange eyes, brown eyes. That's really cool because you don't see that very often in a lot of animal species. Like some animal species, but not all. Huh. Yeah. So, what's on your list? I already didn't know your animal. I already feel outdone, and I am competitive, and now I feel sad. Oh, no, don't worry. (laughs) It's not a competition. It already was the moment we sat down, because it's me. Um, (laughs) Have you ever heard of a venomous primate? I think I've heard mention of it, but... Oh, you can't think of the name of it? Can't think of the name. It's called a slow loris. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. So my little sister, I love her. This is a call out to you, Megan. You're the best. Uh, She's doing (laughs) a paper right now in her biology degree on slow lorises. So she was kind of getting my help. And I had kind of heard about them. They're really interesting animals. They have... They basically secrete uh, this secretion in their like elbow region mixes with their saliva 
and becomes venomous. They're the only known venomous primate in the world. They come from areas in Asia. I have to like check my notes. So it like has uh, venom glands in its in its uh, in its arm arms. Yeah, that's crazy. And then it basically has to mix them with its saliva. They're not a whole lot is known about them because again they're like super super secretive. Just like I mean yours. I've got pretty bad bo sometimes on a <laughs> on a hot day, but not nothing like that. Oh wow, aren't those cute? It's cute. It's like a really cute golem from right. Lord of the Rings. You know. And oh, one, of the, one of the things that when I was doing a little bit of extra research that they've seen is that the slow lorises, if they're going to be leaving their babies anywhere, what they'll do is they'll mix that venom and they'll rub it through the baby's fur to protect them <laughs> while they're gone, which is super cool and weird. Yeah. Could I don't you know imagine what, that? Like right? for people, like so, don't touch the baby. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Put highly poisonous <laughs> venom around it to protect it. Or just it. like, I'll see you later, darling. And then your mom just like licks you all over your body. <laughs> <laughs> remember, remember when you're little and your mom would like lick the end of her thumb to rub something off your face? Oh my gosh. I would scream, get away from me. I'm so glad that you said lick her thumb. I was like, oh, she's going to say something that I cannot relate to. No, no, no. You just like moisten the th- back of their thumb and like rub the dirt off your cheek because yep. you're a freak like me <laughs> no same like you, you always like turn your face yeah, away you're like, like no no, no. <laughs> like that scene from lion king where simba's like you're ruining my mane mom <laughs> <laughs> yeah i relate to that just like that um how are you with crocodilians mm. that's my noise for how well i am at crocodilians that almost sounded like a baby croc that was pretty good you did that oh, oh. yeah there you go that was on purpose 100 <laughs> um have you ever heard of the tome stammer no i've heard of like garials and stuff like that but you're taking it to an area i it's feel not like, unfamiliar I, I swear i'm not using the latin name it's also called the tome stammer but it's also called the false gariel have I'm you not, heard of that one i'm not even going to pretend to pronounce that uh false gariel i've heard of gariels Tell me about this false gharial. So it Teach has, me. <laughs> will do. <laughs> <laughs> it has a narrower snout um, than normal crocodilians. Yes. But nowhere near as narrow as a gharial. Yeah. Gharials um, look ridiculous. Exactly. <laughs> right? It's just an adaptation for swinging their mouth you know, side to side know, and catching fish. There is a chance that the people listening are like, okay, but like we haven't even heard of a gharial. <laughs> Possibly. Right? Yeah. Who knows? Anyways, so continue. when you say a fake gharial or a false gharial, then <laughs> it means like, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what the real thing is. Right. Um, it was believed that they would eat fish, just fish, because they have narrower snouts, but they have actually taken larger prey before. Mm. Um, you can find them in parts of, I believe, Indonesia and Malaysia. That's really cool. Um, and they can grow pretty big too, um, which is kind of cool because it's a crocodilian that we don't know about. And crocodiles are usually pretty famous. We know our alligators, caimans, crocodiles. Um, and gharials, but the Tomastama is something I didn't know about until I went to this place in the UK called Crocodiles of the World. Okay. And they had a false gharial. Wait, where? Cool. Where was it? Crocodiles of the World in the UK. It's like UK. a uh, it's okay. like a zoo just for crocodiles. Interesting. They have a heated barn and everything, and wow. it's pretty interesting to check out. They yeah. do some good captive breeding for some of the critically endangered species, like the. Don't uh, go there if you're freakishly afraid of crocodiles. Is what you're <laughs> telling me. Basically, yeah, that would probably be it, unless <laughs> unless you're trying to get through it, right? Yeah, if you're trying to get through it, then that's the perfect place to go. Yeah, you told me that you were afraid of heights, and what did you do? Circus. Flying trapeze. 
I yeah, mean, but I'm a weirdo. I hate be I hate the feeling of being afraid more than I hate being afraid. That's not weird. That's pretty respectable. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Hats off to you. Thanks. So uh, next on your list. Ardwolf. Ardwolf. Have you heard of the Ardwolf? That one I have, yes. Dang it. They're really cool animals though. They're actually part of the hyena family. Technically, I think I think they're technically part of their own. I think their closest relative is the hyena family. I've heard that they look really cute, like as um, babies. Look at this picture. Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> right? They kind of they kind of resemble um, hyenas. They're insectivorous, and they are super super cute. They kind of have longer ears than hyenas. And they're striped, and they got the big bushy tail. They're really cute. Yeah, I mean, if you're looking for a cute hyena, yeah. um, I would recommend. I mean, I hyenas think hyenas are, are awesome. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say, rude. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you know, the uh, aardwolf is definitely something like, I guess, really adorable. And yeah. it's cool that they're insectivores too. Yeah. Like I hear they eat termites. That's the vast majority of their diet. Mm -hmm. It's it's interesting to think of a carnivore that's gone from eating meat to eating bugs. It's like, you know what? This is a lot easier to chase. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. You just need to figure out how to open up the termite mounds, I guess. Um, another animal that I'm keen to talk about okay. um, is something really special. Okay. Have you heard of the water opossum? No. So this is basically a semi-aquatic opossum. Okay. Kind of like an otter almost. An otter, but no opossum. Yeah. Oh. But not eating fish so much, more crustaceans like crayfish, crabs, okay. the occasional fish, the occasional frog. But what's really, really, really cool about this animal, right, that lives in Central America to South America, is it's a marsupial oh. that has a pouch and, and it's semi-aquatic. And it swims. Right? So does the pouch like seal? Is it watertight? Yes, yes. That's really cool. And it oh faces backwards, I believe. Oh. Um, and the babies are able to withstand um, low oxygen situations. Um, I mean, they would situations. have to. Yeah, yeah. Get ready, um, kids. Take a breath. We're going underwater. It's <laughs> like submarine mode. They've got like special oils that help keep it dry inside. And they've got a muscle that can actually close it, almost like a drawstring purse. Oh my gosh, like a Ziploc bag. <laughs> You know what? Okay, that's better than the purse. That, that's a better example. Good job. <laughs> I don't think it has the seal, though. Ah, oh, okay. No, that's fair. <laughs> but um, this this animal is is basically breaking a barrier that you would think marsupials couldn't cross. How mm. do you be semi-aquatic and have a pouch at the same time? Okay. And they've got a really cool banded uh, pattern on their bodies. Really hard to see because they live in streams and uh, along water sides, for example. Interesting. Um, and what's really cool is they, they have webbed back feet. Okay. So they're, they're okay. properly adapted for the water. Oh, yeah. And you, I watched some footage of it. Like, there's only like two or three videos of them on YouTube. Because, again, you know? very elusive. Right. Seems to be a theme. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, and you see these guys swimming around, and they've got their arms out, their front arms out, um, and their fingers wide open. This is kind of gives them the ability to feel like if there are any so fish in front actually, of them. They don't actually like paddle with their front feet? No, paddling with their back by the looks with, of it. Whoa. And they have their ar front arms uh, wide open I'm to gonna, grab something. I'm going to try that in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> Your head sink. might go I'm under. Just gonna sink. 
my friends are gonna be like what are you doing i'm an opossum <laughs> and their, their fur is hydrophobic so it repels water so it really stay cool. dry mm-hmm. um and it, it's called the yapok yeah i think as well yapok but water mm-hmm. opossum will also work yeah that's really and cool i didn't realize there were so many different species of opossum not just the virginia opossum that we have up here in uh, yeah. uh, parts of canada that's really cool. I never heard of that before, but well, I'm going to Google it when I get home. Definitely. That's right. what I recommend to our listeners too. Definitely have a pen and paper. If there are any species that you do not recognize, I totally recommend noting them down and Googling them later or checking out on a YouTube video. And I'm really sorry if they're hard to spell. Like yeah. Gary. <laughs> There's an H in there somewhere. That's why I go with Tomastoma. I that, also, that's so much worse for me. <laughs> I also think false gariel is a little bit harsh. Okay. I mean, imagine being called a, a, a fake chimp. Yeah. I mean, a, that, isn't that what we are? A poser gibbon. A poser gibbon. A, a copyright poser. infringement orangutan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. So okay. Thomas Stummer, I think okay. is fair. Okay. My next animal. Go for it. A lot of people probably have heard of. But when I found out they were a real animal, I freaked out because they're in a popular kids movie. But I always just, when I was little, I thought that they had just been created for this movie. You've seen uh, Madagascar? Yes. King Julian? Yes. The fossa. Fossa? The the carnivorous, like almost cat-like mongoose creature in that movie. Yes, yes, yes. Is a real animal. And I found that out when I was like 15. And I remember freaking out. I was like, I thought that was a made up thing. <laughs> There's no way that that's a real thing. They're super, super cute. They are of their own family group, which is pretty much everything on Madagascar. Yeah. Because they develop like independently. But they're like, they look like mongoose, mongoose mixed with a cat. Yeah. And they're insane. And they're really, really, really intelligent. I really like it's it's almost like they're turning into big cats, you know, like yeah. like evolution's allowing them to get that same kind of body plan. And there's this one thing in there that I was reading about is that they've noticed that sometimes the females of their species, when they're going th- through the uh, initial part of their oh, what's it called development, like when they're developing into adulthood, the females will actually present male for a little while. Like they actually, their feature, their sexual features will actually shift and make them seem almost male-like, which I think helps to protect them from unwanted attention from males and also hmm. competition with females. And then when they actually get to the age where they're ready to have babies, they like transition back, which is super cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I've never really heard about something like that stark before in a species. It was amazing. I love it. That's crazy. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. I had no idea. Right? Huh. Although I haven't seen a lot of studies about that, but they have noticed it. So they're not entirely certain exactly why they do this. Or if maybe it was just like a couple females are just like, you know what? I'd rather be a dude right now. So I was <laughs> like, that's fair. Yeah. And I mean, there might be someone who's listening right now is like, okay, I'm going to look who's doing a PhD project on that and jump right? on that project. Right. right? Let's do it. <laughs> I mean, super important too, because, you know, the animals in Madagascar are endemic. There's just so they many are. species found nowhere else on Earth. It's fascinating. And like Madagascar itself is just like a crazy island. When you actually start, like, I can't even touch on a little bit of it. It's so complicated there. Definitely. Yeah. I, I've been there actually. You have? Before. Yeah. Um, it's really amazing. Um, it's big chameleons. 
Um, it's called the island continent because it's got so many different habitats. From yeah. cloud forest, where you can see the uh, world's largest lemur, but I don't know its name. Um, da, da, da. No tail. Um, is it one of those like safakas? It might be. Okay, might be. That's that's what um, what's his name? Zabumafu was. I don't think he was Zabumafu. Okay. I think it was something else because he doesn't have a tail. All the um, name drops today. Injury. I don't know. Um, but uh, it was really, really uh, a cool place to be. They That's have cool. crocodiles there. I didn't know that they had Nile crocodiles. Oh, and, interesting. And um, yeah, just probably why their lemurs are afraid of the water. <laughs> probably. <laughs> um, oh, this is one that might get Jonah rushing over to the office. All right, it's He'll called like, the. His his senses will tingle. <laughs> yeah, I know someone's talking about something related to dinosaurs. <laughs> So it's called the Hotsin. Oh, right? I've heard of that. You've I've heard, heard of, it? of it. Yes. Um, why, why, okay, if you've heard of it, tell me why you think oh Jonah will come running over. Oh my over. gosh, oh my gosh. I can't, it's, got, it's got the digits or whatever, doesn't it, when it's young? Yes. Yes. It has okay. the claws. Yeah. So it has two claws on either wing. And dun, 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 dun. basically, Sorry. no, 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 feel free to I'm just set like the mood. doing a weird dance. <laughs> <laughs> so it has two claws on either wings. Yeah. Um, and basically, its defense mechanism, if a bird of prey shows up, is to dive into the water as a check, because it loses this when it becomes an adult. Okay. And then it swims in the water um, close to the edge of the tree, waits for the predator to pass by, and it uses these clawed wings to climb back up the tree to the nest. That's so crazy. I've right. totally heard of these guys. They're really cool animals. And people have looked at them and said, is this a living fossil? Is this like the missing link between the, the missing, transition from the claws to wings? Other birds do sometimes have claws in their development, interesting enough. Huh. But this is one that's particularly special it's, for it's, its adaptation. It stays a lot longer than other species. Yeah. That's really and cool. They even aren't actually good flyers because the one good thing they have on their side is they're not tasty. I don't know this personally. I am just saying that. Disclaimer. Okay, but um, like the poor Huatzin that has to like die for the animal to feel like, mm, you know what, I'm never going to hunt one of these again. But that guy already lost out. He's like, well, doesn't benefit me. <laughs> I mean, you know, species as a whole. No, that's But fair. the reason being is it basically has a large crop which is like a part of the bird that they use, I mean, you, you would know this, a crop that it uses to digest leaves because it eats practically nothing but leaves, huh. some fruit. So it's almost got the sense of a cow's stomach to break this down, but as a result of the fermentation and whatnot, it stinks. Interesting. Like compost. Yeah. Um, there's this really good YouTube channel called Bizarre Beasts. Yeah. Um, she talks, uh, the uh, YouTuber on this talks uh, in length about uh, this bird, more detail. Yeah. There's also some really cool examples of bizarre animals we share the world with. Yeah, but, and one of uh, the weird things with birds is because they don't have those membranes, all their body parts really kind of touch, whereas like in mammals, it's all kind of separated into their own separate areas. Yeah, that's really cool though. Right? Yeah, I like that. So uh, I ho we're hoping that uh, our listeners have heard at least one species from that list you haven't heard of. Um, if you have any ideas of species that you would like us to talk about that you feel are underrepresented, uh, underrepresented or any questions about the ones we brought up, please do not hesitate to email us at podcast at gvzoo.com or DM us on our social media. Oh, and for anybody who was listening to any of the earlier ones, I totally did find that Dr. Pepper. Oh. I found it. Yeah? But Cal's mean. Uh, I, I don't think I was mean. 
the hint to find it was in the boot of Cal's car, but he knew I was going to cheat. So I just like figured out boot. And then I spent like 10 minutes in the staff room looking in everyone's boots like a freak while Cal snickered in the corner. That actually says more about you, that how you think of me, that you think I would put your Dr. Pepper in a used zoo boot. I don't know, man. I was excited. That's just not hygienic, Ashley. I know. I mean, like, I even actually, even if I disinfected those boots, you know, it would be disinfectant on your on I your literally Dr. stood Pepper. on the couch and I just started, like, flipping through and writing all the letters on the chalkboard until I figured it out. Oh, oh, sorry. Does, does a boot mean just... Just boots in it does, Canada? It does just it doesn't mean, mean the back of your it, car? It does just mean boot here. I had no idea. <sighs> you do. Actually, you did. You I, did. Can you I, knew. <laughs> you knew. <laughs> you see, don't jump the gun. But, you know, I was really worried because I know you. Sometimes you know me. So what I was really concerned about is you would do it backwards. Oh, yeah? Because if you did it backwards, the first word you would have got is car. car. And if you got car, it's yeah. done. It's true. Car and then cow. It would be done, but I put, uh, was it in boot, uh, of boot in of Cal's car? Yeah. Yep. In boot of Cal's car. But yeah. you did actually best me. I have failed failed to Talek because you did not read through the book. You just I flipped did not. through the pages. I did. I, did. I flipped through it really, really quickly. <laughs> I will read the book though. <laughs> Any book that ends up on my uh, bookshelf, I will read someday. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, sorry, I interrupted your. Uh, outro. No, we definitely had to talk about that. <laughs> right. I was impressed how quickly you found it. She found it on the same day, uh, yeah. within 10 minutes of our podcast finishing. I don't think you understand how much I like Dr. Pepper. Oh, I was I determined. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Well, uh, this has been a great conversation. Always. Um, I'm Callum Hughes. And I'm Ashley Weisick. And this has been A, a Wild, Wild Conversation. conversation.